Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Salam, phone and record. This is Brother Cedric, Travel Judah, and welcome to Tuesday night, third degree. The time now is 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 o'clock p.m. Central. Um, who's all online tonight? Hold on, record, brother Hakeem Shalom. Shalom, brother. Anyone else? Shalom, brother Kevin. Shalom, elder. Anyone else? Okay. So hold up for one minute. Anyone else? Here's somebody. I just don't know if it's someone else. Okay. So I guess we can go ahead and get started. Um, I know that last week I understand that we were in the midst of a conversation about... um, establishing some type of entity to uh, um, to conduct uh, future commerce with um, or any commercial endeavors. Um, I just wanted to know um, where we are in terms of that discussion. Um, any new developments from anyone in regards to um, contributions of how to establish uh, the um, terms of agreement, um, what kind of entity we plan on creating, um, what form of commerce we may pursue, any of those different things. Okay, um, Elder Kedry, um, I think, well, last week I was wondering, because I, cause I brought it up last week, and um, I had mentioned uh, something about, like, starting, like, an online labor force. I don't know too many out there. I've never really heard it being done. Um, I was wondering, and I I threw it out there. I know you said something about it, but I was wondering, like, what you personally thought about it. Or is, do you think that it's doable? 
uh, Shalom. I, surprising that you should mention that because I got an email the other day um, about social media representatives, um, jobs that were available for posting for social media and they were paying $25 or a hit or whatever, something like that. I briefly overlooked the um, email. I'll have to get back to it. But if you're talking about something along those lines, that's about the only thing that I could think of at this time. What do you, what do you think of the idea? Yeah, um, that's true, too. I know that, well, for starters, let me say this, because I know that um, Minister Priest had tried to, with all his might, try to give us a form of um, uh, give us something that could bring in some revenue um, where we could work from home. And it's not like um, uh, like you get paid hourly, like you're pretty much your own boss and it was something it was mainly with the T V C Shalom, brother. And what I noticed is that, okay, so like the other day, I was online, and I I was on Indeed.com. I don't know if, I, if anybody's ever heard of uh, those things. But um, I saw, like, various um, positions for um, um call centers, um, various positions for um, call centers, uh, sales reps, um, things of those natures. And I was, like, curious because I was just kind of like, well, okay, there's this company called Arise Virtual, uh, Virtual Solutions or something like that, and they pretty much allow you to um, – work through these different, like, companies like Comcast and things like that. Um, but you, like, you're not working, you're not working for them. You, I guess you're working, um, you pretty much, like, I don't know, they're like the go-between between these uh, major companies like Comcast and Viacom and all these other different things. And when I saw what was going on with that, because they even allow you to, you know, like, uh, I guess you could say start your own business, and most of the companies won't, like, do business with you unless you have, like, your own EIN and things like that. So what I saw was, you know, uh, brothers and sisters uh, learning. Well, I saw two things. I saw... A temp service. Um, I'm still, I guess you could say, researching how that works because I know Minister Priest had, you know, taught us some things in the past, and I guess I'm just slowly kind of putting those together. Um, and then I saw a way for brothers and sisters to um, independently contract and uh, a way to, I guess you could say, get from out of the nine to five 
Um, you can create your own hours, be your own boss, and things like that. And you can get paid hourly, so on and so forth. And I was like, well, I wonder what that would be like if you had someone who, a group of people who were actually doing it in different cities who were recruiting people or not recruiting people, who were hiring people through a central entity and, you know, it would be pretty much like a temp service. We get contracts with different companies and we can, quote, unquote, sublease them to people in our individual cities and states and things like that. I mean, it was just something that I was playing around with. I, again, like I said, I'm still looking into it because I'm fascinated by it, and I feel like it will probably help us generate some income. You just got to figure out how to put it together so it can actually work. I don't know if anybody's ever worked for a temp service or ever created a temp service or had their own temp service, but any knowledge would be, you know, it would help because I think it would definitely, I, I know it could work, um, if we just figure out how to put it together. But it was just something I was thinking about. And I, like I said, I threw it out last week just to kind of see, you know, what kind of uh, feedback I would get. Um, not too many people said anything, but I kind of just wanted to throw it out there again just to kind of see if anybody had anything uh, new regarding the subject. And if not, we can, you know, we can table it or um, dissolve the discussion about it, and I yield. Okay. Well, um, it was just a thought. But um, any uh, new developments in regard regarding what um, anyone would like to do in regard to business ventures, or um, uh, um, regarding the template for um, setting up the trust that we can do business through, and are you? Yeah, I'm sorry, Ag. I was on mute. Um, to address your last question, the statement, um, the, the site that I came across was called socialsalesrep.com, and it addresses for employers and remote workers the um, vending for social media on the social media platform. <coughs> And uh, if you get an opportunity to review it, it is it's operating along the same lines of what you were just discussing earlier. <coughs> Excuse me. I just wanted to let you know that this was an example of what you were talking about earlier. I'm sorry, brother. Could you say that one more time? Elder Kedrick? 
Maybe you stepped away from the phone. Um, okay. What I was going to say is, um, well, when he comes back out, uh, I'm here. Um, I'm here. Uh, I was asking you, brother, what, what, uh, could you repeat what you had said uh, a few minutes ago about the online, um, uh, about the online venture, brother? Yeah, the name of the company was, the webpage was socialsalesrep.com. Okay, social socialsalesrep.com. Okay. And it, it addresses exactly what you were talking about, um, remote workers hiring people as remote workers and being an independent contractor. It's, it's an example of what you were talking about. Right. Social. God, I hate not having pen. Social. Yes, sir. Um, another thing, I um, I I took the liberty of doing. That's what I'm. That's what I meant to say while I was talking about the Arise Virtual Solution. So, um. What I started doing was I started writing down lists of all of the companies that were hiring for positions online. I I literally searched a whole lot of companies out there that actually were hiring uh, for um, positions online, and I thought it was a good venture um, to pursue. Um, Considering I know, like, you have a lot of people who do want to, you know, work their own hours and things like that, and in the process you can teach people how to be their own boss or they can eventually be their own boss because you got to know how to get, it, you know, the number and things like that. Um, what, I, what I'm going to do or what I would like to do is I would like to post all of the companies that I have so far, because I like once I got in the mode, I just started just just writing them down, and um, I don't even know how many I wrote down. It's so mean. Um, golly, hold on for a minute. Yeah, there's so many of them. Um. And most of them, um, some of them are kind of like what you were talking about, and then some of them are uh, like your regular nine to five, so on and so forth. And like I said, I think like if we combine what it is that you're talking about with these various other companies and we can figure out how to get contracts with them, and we can eventually, like, uh, create some type of, uh, I don't know, virtual temp service or things like that, I think we could probably get something going. I think, I mean, I literally think it could be done, but I'm just throwing this out here as an alternative for us to make some, some bring some revenue into the uh, nation because I know many people gave a lot of great – there were some great ideas that were given, and I just wanted to make sure I contribute. Um, 
professional. So, yeah, that's pretty much um, where I was at with that. But I am, what I want to do is I'm going to take the list that I have and I'm going to post them inside of the university uh, via you guys' email so that you can see what I'm talking about. Um, some of the sites I've actually been on, and they don't seem pretty bad. Um, again, you know, one site I actually went on, um, I I read a contract, and, you know, I guess it really depends on the type of person. You know, um, if you, if you, you know, if you uh, subscribe to some of the rules, that if you can get with some of the rules that they lay down in the contract, cool. If it don't work for you, cool. Um, I think we got into a point in our uh, development in tribes where we we know what we want and don't want to do, you know. So um, I'll just leave it like that. But, again, this what I'm talking about is actually designed for anybody who, you know, wants to work and eventually become their own boss. I kind of think of what I'm talking about in terms of creating like a temp search, a, a virtual temp service could be for people like who are in college and things like that, people, students who need a job who may not necessarily want to uh, work in the evenings or, you know, because they have, you know, evening classes or they uh, don't want to work in the morning because they have morning classes and they can, you know, pick the schedules that they want or you may have families who may not necessarily be able to find a job, but they, you know, uh, some of the jobs they may not necessarily have to, you know, have a whole lot of, you know, uh, schooling or anything like that, if they worked customer service or they worked, um, I don't know, any job dealing with data uh, processing and things like that, we can have the contract already ready um, from the companies that may be offering these different various, various positions and, you know, we can sublease them out to these individuals. They can either work under our uh, company, which I, I think that will be the goal since it's a temp service, or, you know, whatever. But I guess the goal is to get them to work underneath our company um, so we can at least get some money off of it. <laughs> but, again, I'm still trying to figure it out. But, you know. Anybody have any other um, uh, uh any other contributions or discussions they want to discuss tonight? Uh, the floor is open. Now you. Or just state your name, phone on the record. Excuse my tardiness, Ock Bernard present. Yes, sir, brother. And I think I heard uh, Lynn too. Shalom, Ock, I'm here. Okay, I got I know I want to lose my mind. Losing my mind because I know I heard, I know I heard Lynn. Oh, so, um, but the floor is open. Anybody have any uh, discussion? I had a question. Um, if any, has anybody uh, been following the whole situation with uh, Kanye West and his statement regarding the whole situation, uh, his quote unquote. Um, uh, affiliation with Trump and how everyone has 
pretty much come against him because he uh um he pretty much backs Trump. Anybody been keeping up with that? Brother Hakeem, what about you? Have you heard anything about the whole situation with uh, Kanye West and his whole thoughts about Trump? For all the record, Brother Hakeem, Salam, Brother. No, I haven't heard anything about that in particular. I did see some older information but not that particular issue that you just brought up, are you? Yes, sir. Bernard, what about you? Because I know you keep your ears and your eyes, you know, glued for things concerning the entertainment industry. Do you hear anything about the situation with Kanye? Shalom, brother. No, not really uh, Kanye, just more so, you know, Bill Cosby in that situation. I haven't heard anything about Kanye. Uh, okay. But I will check it out when I get home. Can you fill us in? What's going on? Yeah. Any, I, any... Yes, sir. And I, I'm I'm glad you asked me that. So apparently, uh, for the last several days, Kanye West has been um, uh, he's been in some big boo boo with uh, the hip hop community because he announced that you know he favors. Uh, the party ideals of Trump, and you know he he also said that um, slavery is a choice, and I do agree with that to a certain degree. I I do agree with that, but that's not the whole issue. Um, he has been pretty much attacked. He did um, he had a record out. Um, maybe like maybe two days ago or maybe a day and a half ago with T.I., and they're pretty much like um, they're having a discussion about why um, Kanye West is, um, why Kanye West is uh, turning his back on the on black people. Why is he identifying with the with the conservatives and the Republicans and the GOP and things like that. And um, as a matter of fact, it was a guy, I cannot remember his name off the top of my head, but if I go, oh, it's a guy named Daz. His name is Daz, D-A-Z. And I'm not sure exactly where he's located. I think he's from California. But he put out a video the other, no, he put out a video, I think, the day before yesterday or yesterday, where he has he has um, um told the Crips the the gang member uh, the gang uh, called the Crips that when they see Kanye West to get at him. Now, is the reason why I'm bringing this up because. You know, there was there was also, you know, the people who were taking up for Kanye West, and they were like, well, you know, 
why are why is Kanye West being attacked for basically getting off the plantation? Why is he be why is he getting attacked for being a free thinker? And I guess um why this is so important because I know that we talk so we talk a whole lot about status and state of mind consciousness here. And it's a whole lot going on where when you have people who are upset at a man who um, has said, okay, I favor Trump politics. I don't agree with everything that he does, but I do believe in the statement, make America great again. And I do believe that slavery is a choice and the Democratic Party is hurting our people. And then there's the the people who are on the opposite end of that were saying, well, how could you identify with the Republicans and they hate Negroes? (laughs) They don't do anything for black people. You know, um, they don't necessarily support a whole lot of social p- programs where black people may be involved, things like that, you know. So um, I guess I'm bringing it up as a a way for us to uh, to spark conversation yet again about those the state of mind consciousness of our people in regards to the whole situation with Kanye West and Trump and Kanye West being attacked by his peers because Snoop Dogg done got at him. He's had a conversation with John Legend who's, you know, saying that, you know, you shouldn't really be supporting Trump when he said that he doesn't, you know, when he said countless times how he feels about, quote-unquote, African-Americans and uh, people of color and things like that. Um, Can you hear me, brother? Yes, sir. I don't want to cut you off, but I definitely want to speak on what you're talking about, so I'll yield until you finish. Well, well, and I'll cut it short, brother. Uh, I just want to know what everyone's thoughts is about it, and I'll start with you. Go ahead, brother. The floor is yours. Yeah, for on the record, uh, once again, it's Dr. Bernard Trapajuda. Please excuse my tardiness. You know, it's parallel uh, Kanye in the same regard to Bill Cosby. I think it's kind of similar parallels, and I say it by starting off Bill Cosby when he started off in the 60s. You know, if you knew when he entered into the entertainment industry, he actually started off as a comedian, and he gave uh, he did clean comedy. And uh, even Richard Pryor tried to start off doing clean comedy, but, you know, when you're trying to fit into the system, they try to uh, condition you and mold and shape you and put you in a box. And as his career uh, started to blossom, you know, he he, uh, he started doing some uh, black exploitation films, Uptown Saturday Night, and... Um, yeah, I can't think of the other movie, but he did a couple of movies. He got the uh he did he got Fat Albert, uh then he got the Cosby show 
And, you know, because he assumed that he was accepted into, into uh, American society, he thought he was in there, and he thought he could purchase NBC. And he, and he actually made some negative comments about Trump, and look where he is today in his 80s, and uh, he's being judged and convicted because he committed adultery. Thou shalt not commit adultery, and if you go against these scriptures at, at some point, the most high going to get your attention. Now, Kanye is making that same mistake, thinking he's being accepted into society, thinking, oh, he, he got a pass. None of us are getting a pass in this society. That's why it says in Revelations 18 and 4, come out of her. We can we can only elect a, a Israelite to be, you know, over the people, to be the, quote, uh, president of our people because he's going to have our best interests. And that's keeping the commandments. Every time we try to think fitting into the American dream, you you're gonna get banged on, as they say in the hood, because it its foundation is built on robbing, stealing, raping, and murdering the people. They always tell you, they smile on your face, oh yeah, we we down for you, but what they give you crumbs on the table, they give you food stamps, they give you welfare, low income housing. You get a you go into the educational system, and you and you're being conditioned to be a slave earner, a wage earner. You never get enough to get ahead, so we you can't fall for the American trap, and that's why at some point Kanye they're going to get his attention too. Every single one of the uh, quote unquote brothers in sports or the entertainment industry that think they've made it. America uh, slaps them right in the face, and they're gonna they continue to do it to all our people. And until the one third assume their position, that's when things are gonna be rectified, and the and the and the Messiah returns. So slavery, I mean, in my opinion, wasn't a choice. That was something that was placed on us for two reasons: because we was disobedient and wasn't keeping the commandments, and you know that's how the Most High is using uh, uh, he's using these people to uh, separate the goats from the sheep so that's why we need to decide which which man which which uh, which are we going to serve the creator or are we going to serve man and I'm telling you now just from my experiences and just what I observe the more we walk toward the most high and keep these commandments the better your life get you can't not be fooled by this illusion of thinking the American dream is is cut out for you. It's not. You're going to always lose. That's why you got to continue to work and build for your people, build for this nation, and set up uh, some housing, some revenue streams for us. That's the only way we're going to make it and survive. And with that, I yield. Yes, sir. Anyone else have any um, comments about that? Okay. Brother um, Bernard, I have a question. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's long soon on record. This is Auckland Tribe of Judah. So, you know, as a as a, as a parallel to um, you know what we've been discussing as far as you know our people 
being accepting of um, these life circumstances. I don't know if anybody followed this, but today it was reported that um, the Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority chapter at Fort Valley State in Georgia, they are um, currently under suspension, and the director of that um, chapter resigned uh, about a week ago. And um, the state is in the process of bringing charges um, against that chapter for um, basically prostituting out uh, young pledges to local businessmen and um, officials in an attempt to raise money to be able to um, pay their um, application fees. So <laughs> what the hell Excuse my friends with? Are you serious? I'm serious, man. I'm serious, and um, you know, I've been speaking on that for a minute. I've been I've been speaking on that for a minute with um, you know, various of our brothers and sisters that have uh, taken that Greek letter out, and I I, I had to um, you know, chasing a, a, a dear um, relative of mine today on that. I mean, the bottom line is is I know a lot of times in life we do things just out of ignorance, but you know when you and they always say when you know better, you're supposed to do better. And, you know, if you look at it, that whole because the, the, the whole point of that is 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 basically um, a indoctrination into a social construct that you have no control over. And basically what happens is, is that you basically give up, give up your natural law social construct, which is the tribe identifying as, um, you know, with your people, you know, as Hebrews, as Israelites, what have you, you get that up for a contrived um, relationship with individuals that are just as ignorant about truth as you are. And the thing is, is every step that you take within that pulls you further and further away from the truth. So, you know, in my mind, it's like, you know, it's an idolatry, much like, you know, dealing with these various, um, you know, political uh, partisanships that, you know, people want to make us think that um, are actually in our favor. None of this stuff is in our favor. <laughs> None of it is, um, you know, in the grand scheme of things uh, designed to actually promote your ability to be able to uh, align with nature and and actually pursue some some degree of happiness because they're not even telling you who you are. They're not even speaking to that. And and, and actually, these things become um, a a perpetual bondage when you're just sort of lost in the sauce and you're looking for um, what I would say is uh, comfort on an individual level versus going through the the, the pains of actually trying to come out of the construct to build something that's better. Um, and that's the thing, man. I mean, they just sort of uh, satiate you with, you know, being comfortable and being complacent and, 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 you know, you, you have this, you know, in this reality or in this jurisdiction, you have this white man's disease <laughs> where they basically teach you not to trust nobody. And they, they ingrained it in you that success is mutually exclusive. So in other words, you know, 
you can't succeed and your brother succeed. It's either you or. It's not you and. So, you know, I'm just saying all that to say, man, every which way you turn, you got a, a, a shot to either fall deeper and deeper into idolatry or to come out of that and realign yourself to be able to experience the promise that the Most High has told us he's going to bring us back to just for for being obedient. You know, and the other thing, the last thing I want to say and just leave everybody with is the fact that um, we have to really understand this at a very fundamental level. There is absolutely no salvation and no redemption that we can ever achieve as individuals. It's not designed for us to do that as individuals. We have to come back to a place to where we truly can trust one another. We truly can operate, um, you know, from a standpoint of having genuine trust in the individual to be able to say, you know, my, my brother is not only my keeper, I trust my brother with my life. And it can't be something that is, um, it can't be something that is done in word. It has to be done in deed. You know, we really gotta, we really gotta get to that place because at the end of the day, um, you know, Brother Priest has said this before, and just in my in my studies, <laughs> I'm just confirming it, man. Groups and body politics are what run this planet, and the, and and the major reason why we're we have not been able to conquer this um, uh, condition is because we have not organized under the banner that the entire planet recognizes and that, that, you know, short of achieving that goal, I mean, it really should be nothing that we prioritize over um, nationalization because, you know, once we become a body um, at that place, we're, we're poised to uh, take our seat at the table with all of these other uh, body politics. And we're able to, you know, engage in, um, you know, international matters as a body as opposed to, you know, trying to do it as individuals. So um, I'll yield on that. Shalom. You made a very, very, um, very great point. I'm, I'm sitting here and I was thinking about, like, while you were talking, I kept thinking, uh, going back to the whole Kanye West um, situation, you know, it's um, it's like it's a never-ending game with our people here in the United States who seem to think to identify political parties somehow. You know, you you I think you have the upper hand, but I realize that it's not. I think with our people, it's not so much as the political party; it's the convenience. Because I'm pretty sure if the Republican Party was giving out food stamps, black people be all over that. Our people be all over it. I mean, it's it's an it's the necessity of it all. 
Um, so I think another thing that kind of got me while I was observing the whole situation with Kanye West and his peers and our people in general was we having the same discussion, we've been having the same discussion forever about, well, what party is right for us? <laughs> but well, you know that all, you know, Negroes used to be Republicans at one point, and then the Democratic Party, they start the KKK, and they did this, and they did that, and, it's, and I'm like, cool. So I'm like, in 2018, with all that we know about these parties, I haven't seen, or it seems like our people are afraid to say the S word. And when I say the S word, I mean self-government. It's almost like it's forbidden when it comes to that, because one of the things I realize is that even if you do say it, our people will say, oh, so so how are we supposed to do that? You got a place for us to go? And it's almost kind of like like when you say things like that, you must you know you have to factor in the fact or factor in these particular things that make a government. Uh, you have to have some type of political platform. You have to have uh, the agents to operate the government. You have to have agents in particular types of offices to make sure that certain offices are uh, are um, operating. Um, you have to make sure that there's a money supply. Um, someone is managing the money supply. Like all these different things matter. Like we don't seem to rationalize these things when we ask the question. After someone says self-government, but when someone says well, the United States government and the Republican Party and the uh, uh, the uh, liberals or the Democrats, well, I don't like the Republicans because they don't like black people, <laughs> or I don't like I'm a Democrat because my mom was a Democrat, and I don't like Republicans. Because all the Republicans, whoever, you know, uh, who was always in office just seemed like they were out to get black people. So it's another ending, like, it's like putting, it's like putting rats inside of a shoebox <laughs> and watch them just run around the shoebox and they're thinking for sure they're going to get out. All the while, you guys are in the shoebox, and I'm thinking if you guys are the least find a way to chew some holes through it together, you can get out of it together, you know. But we just don't seem to think like that. I think the closest I've seen anybody, I've seen a small few people say independent, uh, independent party. But even with that, it's still it's still part of the, the spider web, you know. It's still us being entangled, entangled inside this spider web of lies. You know, we thinking, you know, if we pick this party, they're going to do this and they're going to do that, and not realizing it's a misrepresentation of facts because in order for us to understand how things are run, we got to figure out, you know, who's running it and, you know, what the, the, the specific 
uh, offices are for. And our people don't, because they're not, you know, uh, politically astute or anything of that nature, they just don't get it. So to go back to what Lynn was saying, is like our people have to be, like we have to get some type of backbone about ourselves, enough confidence to say, you know what, maybe we do need to try something uh, independent, and not an independent party, but like an independent government. And that's one of the things that I haven't seen come out of the mouths of anybody in the whole discussion with Kanye West and the rest of his peers. Um, sure. I, I don't even... I'm sorry, go ahead. <clears throat> yes, sir. Um, so just to kind of piggyback off, off of, um, well, excuse me, just to kind of land me back off of what you're saying, because mm-hmm. we don't eat swine in here. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so that, that was really what, what, um, you know, over the past week and, uh, studying the the trust for the um the the real estate investment trust you know it sort of dawned on me <laughs> that this is well look at it this way so we already have um you know tribes is is established as a, a independent uh government mm-hmm. and so we got a constitution and all of those, all of those things and um, the process by which you go through drafting something like that. You know, historically we've seen that as, as a constitutional convention mm-hmm. uh, with respect to uh, the United States. But if you think about it, what we're going through in this class, I mean, even excuse me. What we're going through um, in this class, even with respect to um, reviewing um, this real estate investment trust document, this is actual government. Mm -hmm. We're we're conducting government, even with even with respect to um, you know going through and making additions, um, you know, making amendments, um, you know, seeking to sort of flesh it out a little bit more to remove ambiguity, at the end of the day, you end up with an agreement that basically governs conduct. And it's going to be for a uh, particular class of individuals. And Pre said this before um, when we was in, I want to say it was when we were in civil diplomacy that at some point you're actually going to have to um, write codes, you know, to deal with, you know, quote unquote blacks. And, you know, he's talking about it from a, um, from a standpoint of status, you know, not from a standpoint of, of, you know, skin colors, you got, you're going to have to write color codes. And Mm -hmm. so the thing is, is that, the thing is, is that, yeah, you know, on the outset, it's something that most of our people would not be um, familiar with. But, you know, at the end of the day, how, can you honestly um, have an expectation that a foreigner that is enriching himself unjustly, well, I don't even say it's unjustly, 
I, I will say they're not giving you full disclosure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're enriching themselves off of that, you know, lack of awareness, lack of uh, um, consciousness, uh, so to speak. Do you think that they actually would ever consider securing your interests? Oh, God, no. <laughs> you, you see I what I'm saying? Never cross my spine. <laughs> so, so if, but, but that's the thing. Most of our, if you look at it, that is the position that our people have given themselves over to when they say, oh, I'm a Democrat. Oh, I hate Republicans. Neither right. one of these, <laughs> neither one of these parties are making it a priority to address your grievances because you're not operating as a group. You're not operating as a, as a body. You're not operating as a political entity. And so it, it is, <laughs> me personally, until we come to such place to where we recognize that the group, I mean, even damn, <laughs> excuse my French, I don't know if anybody's ever watched this movie, um, Rudyard Kipling's uh, The Jungle Book, the last one that came out that uh, that Disney redid. I ended up watching that film maybe about 2015. And um, there was a point in this movie <laughs> where my, my jaw was on the ground because I'm like, you know, they're even teaching this to their kids, and we don't get – we really don't get the benefit of this. And and the thing is, is um, <clears throat> if anybody knows anything about the Jungle Book, the the man cub Mowgli was basically, um, let's just say he was abandoned, you know, by his people and, <clears throat> you know, his parents, rather. And he was raised by uh, wolves. And one of the things that he learned when he was growing up was that, you know, in the jungle, and this is one of the one of the wolves talking to him. Usually, the, the wolves are—I forget the, the name of the jaguar that was, um, you know, rolling around with him. But he basically told him, he's like, "Look, you're in the jungle. You need a people. If you don't have a people, you're not going to survive." So he was adopted into the. Um, the 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 group of uh, wolves, and he grew up, you know, learning how to operate as a wolf. But mm-hmm. the, but the point I'm trying to make is is I'm using that because that's a very elementary explanation for something that we are we we don't naturally um, I think see a position we don't naturally see ourselves in because of all of this propaganda and myth about entrepreneurship and how people can make it on their own, most most of that is myth. You know, most people, most new money come from old money. You know what I'm saying? I mean, most people that become very successful, it's because they have a support structure that is social in nature. That's, again, one of the reasons why you have um, – Fraternities and sororities and um, say it, secret societies. It, it's a support structure that is out of nature. Our natural support support structure, our natural community is tribal. I mean that's our that, that's the 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 fundamental unit 
of how we relate to ourselves as well as those that are outside of us. And the thing is, is that as much as we want to talk about, well, you know, these, um, you know, these politicians, you know, they don't support us, you know, they, they, um, you know, they don't care about us or whatever. I mean, again, these are foreigners. If you don't care enough about yourself to organize, then you can't. You 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 should have no expectation of a foreigner caring about that more so, because the thing is, is that with the technologies that we're learning here, and this is the truth, with the technologies that we're learning here, um, you know, with with you know being under um, the uh, controls and the, and and the guidance and the limitations of uh, the 613 and knowing how to relate to ourselves and how to relate to one another, man, if we get this thing right, we'll overtake every one of these political groups because we're, we're operating, you know, completely outside of it. You know, we're, we're redefining what civilization is supposed to be, and we're being very specific and very um, uh, detailed and succinct about when we want to touch the public. Right. That's that's powerful, and the thing is, is that once we're able to, you know, continue to hone that, because I mean, again, even dealing with this one trust that we have with the with the real estate investment trust, this this is just to me, I just see it as a domino effect. You know, once we get through this process, once this is properly structured, and everybody is on the same page with respect to, you know, how how you you know, birth one of these things into existence, at, at that point, you know, it's just going to become, you know, almost automatic. You know, it's going to, it's going to become um, second nature. And once you see that, you know, once you see the collective psychology of the group all being on the same page uh, with respect to law and how to actually self-govern, I mean, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll, we should be to a place to where, um, you know, in, in very short order, being able to put it this way, in very short order, we're going to be in a position to where there will be no more room for excuses. You know, you can't, if, if, if we succeed, it's going to be because we made the preparations and the most I said, hey, this is the appointed time. And here's the door, and we walk through it. If we don't, it's going to be because we're not prepared. So when you look at it from that standpoint, we, 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 we got to get out of the mind state that this has anything to do with anybody else outside of these Israelites. Right. I yield. Hmm. That's, that's, I think you made a very interesting point. Why you were? Yes, sir. Go ahead, brother. It's brother Kenneth. Yes, sir. Brother, brother Lynn's point is exactly the reason I put that out there for all of us to look at and examine and see what a body and group of men put together previously. It can be used as a template to move forward. Are you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
I um I was gonna say, um, especially in regards to what you just the point that you just made, uh, Kedrick. Um uh Glenn had brought up uh at the beginning of his um, at the beginning of his discussion um the word uh, convention and I kept thinking to myself that um I mean I, I you know I was always wondering what it must have been like to be a part of the process of um creating the frame of government. And they went through so many different plans, the Missouri plan, the the Virginia plan, the Virginia plan, uh, I think it was the, I can't remember exactly what the other one was, but those two I do know of. And, again, these were um, the different types of government um, they were proposing in regards to how the central government was going to function in juxtaposition with the several states and the people within them. And they had to find a way to make the law of the central state tangible to both the central, I mean, uh, uh, tangible to both the several states as well as the um, um, the people within those uh, states and the denizens. And I'm bringing this all uh, up because I know that, regard regarding to what uh, Kedrick just said. You know, we have, again, we have a template for how we can go forward with whatever it is that we aspire to do. Um, last week, I, I remember throwing out the uh, 1635 publication from the IRS. Again, it shows uh, us, you know, how to apply for any kind of entity that we want. So whenever we decide that we want to pursue it, um, we can. Uh, in the meantime, we have these discussions. We treat what we can treat this portion of the classes as a form of convention. Uh, we throw our ideas and contributions for how we want to run this thing. Um, I don't really know exactly how long it should be. Um, it should never be a rushed idea, of course, but nonetheless, it should be steady enough for us to say, okay, we got it and we can move on. Um, another thing I wanted to bring up, because I felt like it was pertinent to this discussion several days ago, is, well, I would say uh, yesterday, if I can remember, they were talking about the AT&T and Time Warner deal. Um where I don't know if anybody knows that AT&T, I think it's supposed to be purchasing. No, I think Time Warner is supposed to be purchasing AT&T or AT&T is supposed to be purchasing Time uh, Warner. Anybody hear about that whole situation? AT&T and Sprint purchasing Time Warner. I think those two. So it's AT&T and Sprint. That's supposed to be purchased in time one. Yes, sir. Why do they only have it as AT and T? Yeah, we watched it on CNN this morning. Cause they, uh, 
because Verizon is the new kid on the block. And, uh, you know, those large entities, there's only, you know, like the six largest uh, factions here in the U.S., so they're all trying to keep it to themselves. But uh, we watched it on CNN this morning. I, I heard them say AT&T and Sprint. All right. So we we can double-check that. How are you? And Well, the whole discussion, well, I felt like that situation was relevant to what we were talking about because, again, um, I know that we talked about the Umbrella Trust and um, I may have mentioned the whole Mutual Trust um, uh, some time ago or whatever. And Minister, Minister Lynn here brought up how group politics is better than individualism. Um, because there's so many things you can get done when you operate as a group, and that is so true. Um, that's that is the that is the nightmare for our people is <laughs> to operate as a group. Um, but the whole situation with um, uh, AT and T, Sprint, and Time Warner is a perfect example for how uh, if people come together and pool together their resources. They can do different things like buy other different companies. And they can compete in a, quote, unquote, free market economy or somewhat of a free market economy because they still have the antitrust laws uh, to regulate uh, over monopolies and things like that, which is something that's actually being discussed in the whole AT&T and um, Time Warner uh, case. Um, but I'm only bringing it up again is to, uh, the, I guess you can say, to show the, the pros and the cons of how um, things pan out when you're operating as a group. And I guess it really depends on which side of that you are because, again, the overall goal is to uh, – is group economics, and I think once we start understanding that we can do so much, I think again we understand that here is just making it's it's gelling those ideas together in you know from our individual perspective so that we can um, formulate some type of body because again <laughs> this is what we're doing we're in the uh we're in the the mode of creating a quote unquote um, government entity. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna actually follow that whole situation um, with AT and T and Time Warner um, because I want to see how it pans out. I know they were saying that this could. It could harm us. It could, as a matter of fact, hold on, because I pulled up the article and I just want to read some of that uh, while we're on the phone. Uh, it said that uh, this is April 30th, 2018. Says that, um, oh, and this is also written by uh, Cecilia King uh, from New York Times, and it says. Um, Lawyers face over the future of AT&T's $85.4 billion blockbuster merger with Tom Warner for a final time in the courtroom on Monday. 
uh, sparring over what the deal would mean to consumers. Uh, The Justice Department, which sued to block the deal, argued that the merger would cost people millions of dollars a year by limiting competition. If the judge does approve the deal, the government said to protect uh, the government said the court should force the companies to sell off certain business lines to protect consumers. But the companies countered that the government had failed to make its case. They said consumers would benefit from the merger because it would allow Tom Warner and AT&T to compete more effectively against Silicon Valley uh, companies like Google and Netflix. Uh, The only lessening of competition that would occur is if the merger is blocked, said Daniel Petricelli, the lead uh, lawyer for AT&T and Time Warner. Um, Says the judge, uh, Richard J. Leon for the United States District Court for District Columbia, expected to rule uh, on the case in June 12th. the six-week courtroom battle um, is pretty much has been one of the most closely watched antitrust cases in years. Uh, it has the potential to reshape the fast-changing telecom and internet, you know, entertainment landscape, which is facing new competition from tech companies. Um, the judge's opinion could also help set the course for antitrust regulation in the years ahead. Um, a government win could slow future deal making. On Sunday, T-Mobile and Sprint announced a merger. So is T-Mobile and Sprint to compete against AT&T? So it's not Sprint and AT&T that's buying T- uh, Time Warner. I think uh, Sprint and T-Mobile they're merging together so that they compete against uh, AT&T. Yeah, that's what it was. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, In a deal that is also expected to face close uh, antitrust scrutiny. But you know what? It's so so interesting uh, about this whole situation is that you're starting to see um, what it seems like is happening is all of these companies are eventually going to form this one big, gigantic hub that uh, is uh, one big, gigantic communication hub. That's what it seems like to me. Um, I can't remember if it was Viacom or Comcast that was brought out by or was it Viacom that bought Comcast or Time Warner or whatever it was, but you're starting to see these companies merge together. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure it's more, while they are trying to compete with these other different companies, I still say it's to protect assets, um, to protect certain assets maybe because, you know, the company may not be getting all the revenue while they are competing with other different companies, they may not be getting the revenue like they did before. So they're protecting the assets by merging together and going against these other companies. But I think eventually in the future, these same companies that are competing against each other, they eventually emerge uh, together, which it seems like that's what's going on. And I think eventually we have one big, one big communication hub. 
of Disney, Time Warner, Fox, and all these other different um, uh, uh, companies. But you know what's so interesting? Because I remember uh, Mother Ema, she was talking about this, um, what's it, The Hague? Something at The Hague. There was this um, thing that was going on where uh, all of the companies or something were trying to formulate uh, a new government where the government would be ran by corporations or something like that. I can't remember, but I had to ask a mother email about it again. But I think once you start looking at it, I can see how that would work because corporations are humans and they pretty much, you know, have the money and things like that to function like a government and they have the uh, numbers, so to speak. But um, I think I'm going to keep my eye on the AT&T situation. But moving forward, does anybody else have any other um, uh, contributions that they would like to put on the table to state your name for and on the record? Shalom, brother. Sorry for knowing. I, I'm, I, don't, I must have missed a couple minutes of the beginning in regards to the contributions. Are we, when you say that, are you referring to uh, business ideas or? It could be anything. Okay. Well, I, I want to make sure that everybody checked in the Hebrew University about that, uh, how to win in court, the jurisdictionary. Uh, I sent that to everybody in there, so I want to make sure that, that that's a business opportunity that um, that we can utilize if you know everybody wanted wanted to discuss it and, and and check it out, investigate it, and agree upon it. We can use that to to generate some money. And uh, you know, I just want to throw that out there. And then secondly, I want to say this too, because man, this just has been on my on my heart. I think the Most High want me to uh, speak on this because I think we as a nation of people don't realize that it's not just us that was brainwashed here in this country going through the educational system and, you know, how they try to hit us with the politics and they hit us with the religion. You know, they've, they've done a number on our people. So, you know, that's why you got these shows, The Walking Dead. So I want to read this verse. This is Jeremiah chapter 22, verse 13, and this is talking about America. It says, Woe unto him that buildeth his house by unrighteousness, and that's what America did. It built this country up on the on the free slave labor of our ancestors of four hundred years of free labor. It goes on to say, and his chambers by wrong, that useth his neighbor's service without wages, and that's speaking on them not paying us a, a damn penny. Can't get no reparations. Can't get nothing. And we built this country up, and. Um, and that video that priest put in the uh, Aboriginal Academy about that, remember that chess video? We got to make moves like that, and we, we got to make moves like a ninja. You know, we do it in, in discretion, and, uh, you know, every move got to be strategic. We got to use. And this book is going to help guide us along the way. And the more we try to... Uh, take on American philosophies, and the more we think we can fit in to the good old American dream, then you set yourself up for the illusion. So 
That scripture right there, when it says the word woe, that means destruction. Woe unto him that builded his house by unrighteousness. And that's all this country has ever done. Here we are in 2018, and our brothers and sisters are still catching hell because they think they they have somehow made it in society. They have fit in, and uh, they've gotten a pass. None of them are getting a pass because none of them are keeping the commandments. We have the advantage. This brother has given us the tools, and he's given us a platform that we can utilize, and we are we are in the highest degree in the nation, and we are the uh, the we're the we're the so-called forerunners. It's up to us to put this money to the side, uh, start investing in what it is we want to do. You know, we we definitely want to discuss and discuss and strategize how we're going to implement the plan to make sure we don't make no mistakes. But I'll be damned if we spend the next three, four, five, six months still going in circles. We cannot. Man, we, we on the clock. For real. I watched, um, uh, man, that was that movie uh, Michael Moore did, Fahrenheit 9-11. And it's crazy. And, and, and there was a scene in Fahrenheit 9-11 when Al Gore was the uh, over the Senate and they had all these black uh, politicians kept coming up trying to get a vote. And the whole time, uh, Al Gore kept asking them, did you get a senator to vote? And there was some sort of, uh, there was some sort of uh, thing that they wanted to vote to help us black people. And you couldn't get, oh, I'm sorry. I wanted to get off down there by Alverson. So I, 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 got, I rung it too soon. Uh, uh, excuse me. Um, so in that movie, they were trying to get one senator to sign this petition that would benefit black people, and they couldn't get one politician to do it, one senator to, to vote on it. So it just goes to show you, even when Obama was in uh, in office, they they have never and they will never uh, do anything to benefit us as a people. So that's why it's imperative for us to come back to these laws, statutes, and commandments and implement this the, the tribe's uh, template and utilize that to... Uh, you know, to build what we're trying to build here in America until the most high destroy this place. So, you know, I just want to throw that out there. And, uh, man, you guys make sure you check the Hebrew University on that information that I sent you. And then finally, uh, the Kentucky Derby is this weekend. So it's one of the largest uh, horse racing events on Saturday. I'm going uh, to do my handicapping. I'm going to put my picks in the Hebrew University on Friday so you guys can check it out. You set your accounts up. Uh, put your money in there, so let's try to make some money. And with that, I yield. Yes, sir. Brother Hakeem, what's on your mind, brother? Shalom, brother. Can you come back to me? I got a situation over here. Okay, that's fine, brother. Is Brother Robert online? Okay, I was just checking. Um, Kedrick, what's on your mind, brother? Do you have anything uh, that you want to contribute? Just listen to the flow, boss. Yes, sir. Yeah, in regards to uh, Bernard's uh, comment, uh, um, statement, 
I agree. Um, it we definitely um, do need to think about what it is that we're going to do, um, and we are the for, we are the uh, front runners for uh, what the nation eventually going to pursue as government. Um, so we have to be keen thinkers. And he's right, we are on the clock um, in terms of how we're, you know, when we're going to do it. Um, but it definitely needs to be thought through. I'll say that. Um, but for what it's worth, I say that I'm just I'm glad that we just have the chance to actually have um, a platform where we can actually do that. Um, where we can, you know, go over various ideas on how we can bring the income. So um, whenever, you know, we come back next week or whatever, we can go over this again. Um, But I would like to eventually um, go into um, whatever amendments we need to make or uh, changes we may need to make or how are we going to set this up, um, when do we get the EIN and things like that, I would like to discuss that if, you know, um, whenever that's possible. But until then, um, I guess I'll just um, ask if anybody else has anything else to say because it's 17 minutes after 9. And if we don't have anything else, we can adjourn. But I wanted to open up the floor to give everyone else some uh, time to put something on the record. Okay. Well, if no one has anything else, um, again, we'll meet back here. Mr. Shetty. Yes. Could you please, this is Bernard again, could you send me your number in the Hebrew University? Because I, I, I have an old number that don't work anymore, so I was trying to uh, make sure I get updates on everybody's uh, contact information, and so I don't have your number. And I'm, I'm yeah, still traveling. Uh, okay. I don't have a pen, so. Yes, I, I appreciate, I'll appreciate that. I think my number is on, the, uh, on my um, page, but don't worry about it. I'll, I'll send it to you. Appreciate that. Thank you, brother. No problem. Shalom. Yes, sir. Yeah, I just got one one more thing I want to say. Um, Just to kind of, you know, put it on everybody's minds as far as um, how, how important it is to develop this competency of government. So... You look at the way the United States government has established its jurisdiction, and I think it's pretty pretty much common knowledge, at least amongst the men in this forum, that um, that was set up as a trust. What we have to understand is is that at the end of the day, um, 
there's no such thing as a family business per se. Mm -hmm. We have to understand that family is business. So what that means is, is that families actually set up trusts for the purposes of their continuing business through the years, through the centuries, and down through the ages. The public trust is set up for individuals that don't know how to set it up themselves. In other words, you're governed when you don't know how to govern. Mm -hmm. So, again, I would say it is somewhat of a folly to think that your enemy, and I'm just going to make it plain, I mean, it's not racism, I mean, that's what the scriptures say, these people are your enemies, they're going to set up something in which they're managing your affairs, you're a beneficiary, damn near ward, and you're going to generate some wealth from that. That makes no sense. So from our perspective, it is imperative that we begin to consider our own affairs, you know, and consider our own business as matters of utmost importance and to actually accelerate to be able to self-govern. You know, we have the, the law, statutes, and commandments as a, as a framework, but then we have specification as far as going into, um, you know, various lines of businesses and then for other purposes that uh, would be necessary, um, you know, once we create various strata, you know, as far as like classes, you got them citizens, you got nationals, you got colored folks that will be, you know, attached to us at some point. So, um, you know, each one of those uh, mind states has a specific set of uh, freedoms and, and, and restraints, so to speak. But, again, I just, for I'm saying that to say next week um, we should really get into the mechanics of what is in that template, what is sufficient, what needs uh, more fleshing out, and what is just uh, plain omitted and needs to be addressed. Mm -hmm. You know, the only way we're going to um, improve in that is to start dealing with it at a very um, detailed and, and, and surgical level. So, um, you know, let's make that a priority, a priority order of business in uh, next week's meeting in IU. Yes, sir. Okay. Um. Anyone else have anything they're going to add to that? Okay. It's 22 minutes after 9. We can adjourn for the rest of this evening. We see each other back here next week um, to discuss the template. Um, shalom, shalom. Shalom. Shalom.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.